This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was trophies. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 124. 124, Billy. 124. Yeah. <laughs> hair to four. Is hair to four a word? Hair to four. Hair to four. Oh, yes. Okay, hair to four. Hair to four. It means like, okay, like in the sort of Shakespearean era of language, this will heretofore be known as, I think it means Forever like, known? I think so. Like from here on out. Oh. I think it means from here to four. Are people oh, it's from here to four? <laughs> hair to four. Maybe. Hair to four. Hair to four. Huh. <laughs> have you heard a hair too far in uh, just like your day-to-day conversations no. in years? I wish. Have you ever heard a hair too far? And heretofore to be known as Maggie, my wife Maggie listens to a lot of of fantasy medieval audiobooks. Oh, gotcha. A lot of hair too fours. Okay. A lot of So you Wentz have hair fours? Uh-huh. Wentz fours. A lot of Fortnite, a lot of Wentz fours, a lot mm-hmm. of hair too fours. Do you ever hear about <laughs> King Wenson's loss? <laughs> Who's King Wenson's loss? Good King Wenson's loss? Who's this now? I think he's a Christmas carol. <laughs> Good King Wenceslas. That's not the melody. That's not the melody. Good King Wenceslas. I don't think I know anything about King Wenceslas. If we try, if we remember, yeah, odds are we won't. Yes, but if we remember, yes. let's try and look up Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> are you Are you joking me? You said Wentzforth. What is it? Wentz. Uh, henceforth. Henceforth. Yes. Sorry, these yeah. are all new words for me. <laughs> yeah. There's a king, I believe, named Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> Nothing sloths. I feel like just because I'm Christian and you're Jewish, you've still heard. I've heard of, things. You heard all the Christmas carols that not, I've heard. This Wenson Sloths isn't rigging, <laughs> and it's, it's not. It's, it's not just King Wenson. Good, Sloss. he's good. Good King Wenson Sloth. <laughs> Makes me wonder if was there a bad King Wenson Sloth? Yeah, exactly. and we needed the distinction. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe if of, we remember, we'll get there. Okay. Got yes. It. Episode one two four. Adam. Yes. One two four. Billy. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about trophies. Uh, <laughs> trophies. Trophies. That's all we'll talk about today. We landed on trophies, and you said, "Well, we already did printers." We did printers already. Right. So trophies makes natural Other sense. Other things in your office. Exactly. Yep. But the honest reason that we are have trophies on the brain is because a massive congratulations is in order because you, William Ward Scafiri, my best friend and confidant, are now the possessor and winner of not one but two sports Emmys. Bling, bling. Big freaking deal. Every time I come into your city, bling, bling. 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 Last year, you have been writing cold opens and teasers for CBS Sports yes. and for a lot of the, uh, the NFL games yep. and things like that. Yep. Okay, you've been doing this for a couple of years. We've been talking about it on the podcast. For sure. Last year, you were nominated for a One. sports Emmy. Yeah, the Outstanding Cold Open. That's right. And which was what, what was it for last year? For the Capitol? No, the it was nine, for Namath. For Namath. Okay. It was for Namath. Joe Namath, Jim Kelly, That's hilarious right. sketches with each of their respective daughters. That's right. This year, you came out the gate with one that, frankly, and I, I'm not even saying this in the irony, kind of changed the change the game people yes it, it was received very well people said it was one of the greatest cold opens of all time for sports that's yours billy's not being braggadocious that's just a matter that's of what, fact that's what i read that's just a matter of fact right and um, if you haven't seen it i'm sure we've talked about it it was the uh teaser for the afc championship game yeah. uh, which was patriots jaguars david and it was versus fe- goliath david versus goliath right and it was featuring the john malkovich wild not a john malkovich impersonator no no not like a low rent b version of mr Mal- the john malkovich he agreed to do it <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> he agreed to do it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I know that you sort of talked about it before, but yeah. it sort of came together. The actual production of it came together sort of 
briefly and kind of immediately. The nature of the NFL, specifically yes. in the playoffs, is that you don't know what next week's games are. Right. Everything that I have to write for the NFL is predicated on the matchup. <laughs> right. So I can't have uh, – there's no information for me to work off yes. of until the previous week's games are completed. Yes. So the Sunday games uh, completed. The Jaguars had this miracle game. Their oh, defense was amazing. Right. And they were suddenly like, they, could they beat the Patriots? <laughs> yeah. they, like, could, they might have a chance. Yes. Patriots, of course, made it to the AFC Championship. Right. Got a call Monday morning. Uh, or texts uh, yes. from my boss, this guy, yep. Pete Radovich. He's yep. the head of uh, CBS Sports, mm -hmm. creative director, genius, mm -hmm. madman. Mm -hmm. He like comes up with ideas like this, and it's like, no one can do that, though. It's yeah. like, we can do he it. He can. Yeah. Um, saying, do you have a second for a call? Yep. Sure. Yep. Usually when I get that text, it's like, oh, fun. There's going to be like a new mission. Yeah. Call him. He says, listen, uh, we don't have the Super Bowl this year, so the AFC Championship is our Super Bowl. Yes. He said that it will be the highest-watched program on CBS this year. Football pulls in such crazy ratings, it's, ma it's mania. 53 million people watch Holy the AFC Championship. Holy crap! 53 million. Oh, wow, Bill. There's no television show. That may, I don't know, but that's, that, that is going to be the highest-watched event in CBS. 53 million? Yeah. We're only on episode 124. I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, and then he said, I have an idea. It was his idea. Yeah. He's like, and it involves John Malkovich, and I think I can get him. Wow. When you've done enough good work like he has, he can actually have access to some of these very high-ranking people. That's true. He has nope. like a body of work that people are like, well, yeah, sure. I've seen what you did with Michael Keaton. It, year, it's like, sure, I'll do it. Exactly, which just prefaces by saying some of the other opens that you've, that you've written have featured amazing talent, like Sam, uh, Sam frickin' Elliott. Michael this, Keaton. Uh, outrageous. This year. Yep, yep. So, like, you know, it's not, it, like, just to say there is a precedent for, like, amazing actors John doing... Cleese. John Cleese. John, John Cleese, Billy. John Cleese uh, <laughs> didn't agree to do the one that we wrote for him until he read something, but we didn't have an idea for him yet, so we so showed him the script that we did for Al Franken and John McCain. Yes. And that was really funny. Yes. And he was in. Amazing. He was just like, yes, whatever. I don't know the concept, but I'm in. It's so great. So cool. So it's like a, it's, it's such a cool, amazing, unreal, like place to be it's put It's incredible. In. And shout out to Nick Bernstein, who was on the Late Night Part That's 2 episode. That's right. Who put me in touch with Pete Radovich three years ago. Okay, the CBS Connect. Yeah, because CBS had done so much like dramatic, yeah. not dramatic, but you know, like really football, yes. like driven, not yes. funny or light yes. material to open their games for so long, yes. that they went to the Corden show, and for whatever reason, Nick, who helps out yes. the Corden show, was like, you should talk to Billy. He knows football the Amazing. most. He lives at the intersection of sports and sketch comedy. Right. Yes. And so <laughs> it worked out great, and it was just incredible. Yes. And we turned it around. Well, I I wrote the script in like 36 hours with, this yeah. guy, with Pete. Yes. Like we were literally on the phone back and forth, line for line, just like working yes. through it. Yes. And then within 48 hours, he was like sh shooting with John Malkovich. And then within like 60 hours, I got a text saying it couldn't have gone any better. Really? And it was, they shot it at some really impressive, it was like a music hall in Boston. The New like England some... Conservatory of Music. Really beautiful. Stunning. 80 piece orchestra. 80 piece orchestra. The the chances are good if you're listening to this podcast that you've already seen this video, but if you haven't, right. you you must just Google teasing John Malkovich. Already, I'm you know, already in love with it. You know, being John Malkovich is obviously the movie by Charlie Kaufman. It's the best, maybe my favorite movie. Of the all best, time. definitely one of my favorite movies. We had written the script, and I I always when I write scripts, I write the script first, and yeah. then at the end I'll go to the title page. I never start on the title page. Yeah, I want more information to like see if there's any sort of cute things yep. I could. And I didn't have a name for it. And then I just read in my emails in the subject line, it said Malkovich Tease. And, like, and I was like, teasing John. Yeah, yeah, just, We're about to be teasing John. Yeah, exactly. So, Don't run so, away from the obvious thing. So cool. So, and so uh, internally, I think everybody on the team after they shot it was like, this could be something special. Yes. And this guy, Pete, hires, like, he just like kind of cherry picks the people he needs yeah. for each project. Yeah. But his editor, 
This guy Anthony, I wish I can give you his yes, last name. Anthony is he wins the editing award every year. They look, they, they look at these teasers. Look, incre- they're so cinematic. The yeah. production value is so high, so high. And just this raised, this was insane. It's incredible, yeah. and that's what I mean by like the raising the bar. And off mic, we were talking about. I was like, I watch a lot of sports. I've been watching sports my entire life, right? And like these, te- I get that I I'm familiar with these te- pregame How they teases, work. right? Right. And like in my mind, they've always just been like you said, like a clip package or a highlight package, repurposing it. Yeah. And when I got my first phone. Uh, call when uh, they wanted me to write the first thing, this Joe Namath, Jim Kelly thing, yeah. three years ago, yeah. part of me was like, I couldn't even imagine what they wanted from me outside of like, do you want me to write like the like the grizzly man yeah, who exactly. talks over the footage? Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Like, they were like, no, we want to do like a narrative thing now. Yes. We don't want to do like repurposed clips. We have tons of people who can do that for us. That's already. right. And, and that's what like, feels wow. kind of game-changy about it. It's like, that's right. what feels like this evolution of like the pre-game tease right. that you, Billy, right. are doing. Right. That's amazing. Right. So just to sort of follow the thread a little bit more detailed. Sure. So the video or the, the game happened. That was in January. Obviously, that's when the January yeah, something. Yeah, it was right? January. AFC right. Championship right, game. Right, right, right. It was like. I not- woke up the morning. So it comes last. Sorry. I don't mean no, to interrupt please. you. So I knew there was like a couple of things. I think I was still working on talk show, the game show at the mm-hmm. time. So like my weeks were packed. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of forgot some, that this was going to air this yeah. Sunday. And I woke up that next morning <gasps> to an email from. I don't know who it was, but somebody at CBS Sports and yeah. like the main players on the piece, like yeah. all the kind of department heads and myself. Yes. And they were like, so I don't know if you've seen online, but the video's already doing very well. And that was like five hours before kickoff. Yeah. And I was like, doing very well. What are they talking about? So apparently it was supposed to be like two and a half minutes. That's what CBS Sports asked yes. for. They made a four and a half minute version and CBS was like, aired this Air it whole all. thing and put it online oh, now. Amazing. So it was like, had hundreds of thousands of views when I woke up. So yeah. I was like... This is probably going to do pretty well. It it was an ins it was an instant hit. It, I was By like, internet viral yada yada standards. It was one of those. Grew up uh, like watching Keith Olbermann, yes. Scott Van Pelt, Bill Simmons, all these guys. Each one of them, I was just like refreshing my Twitter feed, and then every next one was just like, "This is great. Like, yes. This is like this should win." And I mean, I was just like, "You're my heroes. How are you all seeing? Why do you all care?" This I mean, is like, crazy. Was that a surreal experience for you, Billy? Because like, even for me, it was like because I had the experience that day. Like, I knew you were writing it. I knew it was coming out. Right. I didn't. I hadn't really seen. I just You'd knew seen you were plenty. Doing yeah. I'm like, You've I know that you've been them. doing this for a year, and yeah. like, this is another one of Billy's teasers. Like, right. Cool. Right. But this one was different, just because like. Other, it was just like it was a thrill for me to go on Facebook and Twitter and see everyone, everyone else, posting about everyone it. Everyone else who don't know may or may not know right, you. Right, right. I was like, oh, okay, right. This one is that, another. That, was, thing. that was wild for me too. Yeah, that whole experience. It's like in like today, 2018. It's like when the experience happens, like 10 years ago, that would have been it. Yeah. But now it's like now there's the wake. You go yeah. on social media and you're yes. like, oh, you can actually see the ripple that this thing has made. Yeah, exactly. And it was very, very surreal. And it took off, and it was like millions of it's on YouTube, millions of views, millions of this, millions of that, like right. in a day. Right. It was so good. Right. John Malkovich. Right. Delivers nothing less than a Malkovichian performance. Yeah, man. He's only ever John Malkovich, and that's what you're going to get, aka the greatest. Right. The right. best. Right. So he's like, he plays the character. He is. He's not doing anything outside of being John Malkovich. He's the greatest one. Right. He's the greatest one we have. And like credit again <laughs> to this guy, Pete Radovich. He's, he's directed it and like – yeah. I don't know. I would be – it would be a daunting experience to yeah. ask somebody like John Malkovich to yeah. like, do this thing. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. And apparently they did very good together. It was amazing. And yeah. even in like the advertising world, it was written up in like the ad weeks of yeah, the world and right. like the sort of marketing people took note. Like, wow, CBS football tees. Like this is a particularly great yeah. com- tie-in commercial Nuts. tease yep. thing. It was like that piece was as big a part of – like everyone was saying like I want John Malkovich to like motivate me to do X. Like, yeah. 
exactly. It was just like it was growing out so fast. That's exactly right. Surreal. Okay, so now cut to uh, last week. Hold it. This is the perfect room, perfect place to have an act break. Oh, cut to next week. Cut to next week. Cut to next week. Right after this. Right. (laughs) We want to thank the latest sponsor of the No Joke Podcast, Quip. Now, the truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's certainly true for me. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Good question, Ad. Thanks, Bill. Bill's got a Quip. (laughs) Bill uses a Quip. Yes. Bill feels equipped to talk about about the Quip. Okay. So first of all, I got this Quip. Yes. It was in this uh, kind of like futuristic bag. Cool. Comes with all sorts of fun toys. Cool. Loving it already. You love gadgets like this. Right out the gate, having a great old time. <laughs> yeah. It's an electronic toothbrush. Cool. And it costs like, it, electronic toothbrush would be 50 60 70 yes. This is something like $25. Amazing. So it's very inviting. Yes. Okay. So it's a, it's a affordable toothbrush. Yep. Great. But what does it actually do differently than the other toothbrushes? Yeah. Let me tell you, Adam. Okay. It taught me how to brush my teeth differently, and I'm not joking. I'm not just I, selling I, the product. I'm, I'm sincerely asking. There's four different pulses that it does. Oh. There's a break in between each pulse, and you're supposed to hit your mouth in four separate quarters. Oh. Okay? So you put like a dollop on of toothpaste, and then you just hit the right side, upper right first. It stops vibrating, starts vibrating again. Now you move on to the upper left. That's cool. So it kind of like organizes how much time you spend on your teeth. That's pretty cool. The appropriate amount of time, which is actually, you know, people say like changing the way we brush our teeth. This actually changed the way I brush my teeth and my teeth actually felt cleaner. It's like a smart brush. Yeah. Like knows how long each one should take. Yep. And it's like, it's nice. It organized my mouth. That's great. It legitimately organized my mouth. How cool. Okay. So what Quip also wants you to know is that their subscription plans aren't just for convenience. They're really built around health. Uh What does that mean? The new, uh, they deliver new brush heads uh, on a dentist-recommended schedule Great. every three months for $5. Nice. And this is free shipping. Wow. Okay, so $5 Cheap. is actually $5. Cheap. It also has this really cool mount. And again, I know that I sound like someone advertising a product, but it is actually a really cool mount yep. that sticks to anything. Fun. I used to be a guy who had a cup on the sink yep. with a 1,000 toothbrushes and a 1,000 toothpastes. Now I have a mount. goes right on the wall. There's a new platform gorgeous. on the sink. Gorgeous. We're hanging Protect out. Protect that brush. We're hanging out. Love it. If you, didn't, if you don't trust me, do you trust O? Do you trust friggin' Oprah? Do you mean Miss Oprah Winfrey? That's right. She's aware of Quip? According to Quip, everyone loves Quip. Holy Quip. It was on Oprah's O-List. It was uh, named one of Time's Best Inventions. Great. And it is the first subscription-based electronic toothbrush accepted by the ADA, the American Dental Association. Now, look, as Billy said, Quip starts at just 25 bucks, which is cheap enough. But if you go to getquip.com slash no joke right now, you will get your first refill pack free and the actual Quip toothbrush toothbrush itself. That's right. So that is your first refill pack free at getquip.com, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash no joke. Welcome back to No Joke. Today, Billy and I are talking about trophies. Trophies. Because Billy is the proud owner of two sports Emmy trophies. Trophies. Matter of fact. Trophies. So we're getting in. We're, we're talking about the narrative of Billy in this John Malkovich video. Right. So uh, Billy wrote this fantastic tease for yep. the AFC Championship game. He's yep. got millions of views. John yep. Malkovich, holy shit. Yep. Last week, the sports Emmys, there are the nominations are announced, and you're nominated. Five for a weeks whole... ago, five weeks five ago, weeks. I get a text from uh, the second in command at CBS Sports saying uh, the Emmy nominations were just announced. Yes, that's it. Yes, and I was just like, okay, okay. what do I do with that information? Yes, and then it was the three dots. Yes. for a while, yes. and I was like, he's either working back and forth <laughs> to like try and like let me down softly <laughs> yeah. that like we didn't get any, yeah. or he's taking his time because he's writing a lot, that's and right. he was writing a lot yes. because. Uh, I was nominated for four sports Emmys. Four. Three 
What was a four? Oh, yeah, two for Malkovich. Great. Those both won. Right. Uh, one for all of the Thursday Night Football teases. Oh, that's cool. As a package. Got it. They went up against Malkovich for the best open tease. You versus you? Lost. Nice. I lost to myself. <laughs> if you have to lose to someone, lose to yourself. Yeah. And then the Cade Foster piece about a young girl who it was like, that was best short form feature. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It was a story about a girl who had leukemia at a very young age, mm-hmm. fought back, mm-hmm. uh, gymnastics, mm-hmm. now is at UNC doing gymnastics mm-hmm. and stuff. It's very beautiful. Story. And like I mentioned, this is not your first sports semi-rodeo. You were nominated last year. Right. So it's like this is – but this – But I found out – and this was the first year. Last year they didn't have the Dick Schaap Writing Award for whatever reason. And this was oh. the first year. So I, like, I knew that I would probably be nominated on the team for the opening and tease, outstanding right. opening and tease. Right. But when I saw that it was for also for writing, uh, my like, heart skipped a beat. Because like, what you were saying, it's like we all know in production it takes a village to make even the smallest of internet videos. Yep. Yep. So like it just takes – I mean god knows how big – you're saying the orchestra was 80 people. So yep. the crew for the shoot was probably 80 people. It's like it takes a country to make this stuff. You have to have like the opening tease. I don't know if we even said it on air if it was before the show. Yeah. But like I knew the uh, open tease was like an honor. But yeah. it was also like – Outstanding directing, right. outstanding editing. The music was top notch. The like the production design was unreal. The John Malkovich, the acting, the cinematography. <laughs> every element makes that the best opening. Exactly. Piece. But the writing that's needled right on what I did and how I contributed, and that is like so personal. And for you to really be highlight like that for the Dick Chap, and let's just also for those of you who are not familiar, Dick Chap is a is maybe the Ur sports journalist created the sports reporters. Definitely. Yeah. ESPN's The Sports Reporters. For sure. Like, highbrow intelligence first. Yes. Yep. One of, like, the great sports journalists, period. Father of Jeremy Schapp, who is also a great journalist. That's exactly right. Right. And just, like, yeah, like, one of the OG, like, Mount Rushmore of sports journalism, no doubt. Unbelievable. No doubt. Right. So even to be in, in the conversation, like, included with an award that's named after him is such a such a huge deal. Unreal. And it's writing. so cool. For writing. For writing. That's so cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. <laughs> right. Okay. So they come out five weeks ago. Holy crap. You're stoked. You're like, you're going to Call my parents. For- they yeah. bug out. Yeah. Four? Four, yeah. Bill? Yeah. Four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bug out. Amazing. Everyone's just so thrilled. Exactly. Right. Um, last week, when were the awards? The so other the day. The awards were, yeah. So, like, <laughs> so they were last, they were this week. So uh, This past one, two, Tuesday, three, maybe? Yeah, Tuesday. I want to so say this past Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Um, so you were working that day. Working that day, you, all day. Yes. Woke up very early. Yes. Uh, had a full day, so I had just nothing but distractions. Yes. And yeah, and then around like three, I was like, oh crap, the Emmys are in like 90 minutes. That's right. And they because they, the sports Emmys take place at Lincoln Center in New York. Right. Yeah. Again, like 7.30, 7 o'clock, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yes. And so I was finishing up a day of work. Yeah. I'll just go through my – what happened. Please. Going through a day of work when suddenly like I'm like, okay. I, I was with uh, Amir at the yep. time. And I was like, you know, today's this, the sports semis. And he's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, oh, God, it matters to other people. And now it has to matter to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I got a series of texts from a series of loved ones. <laughs> Uh, a series of loved ones with so many exclamation <laughs> points saying congratulations you won all caps they were like oh baby and, oh, I, was, and I looked oh, at my baby. producers at the time and I was just like hey listen I have to go right now and they were like is everything alright and I was like I think I just won an Emmy and I have to talk to my mom <laughs> but I'm not sure <laughs> I have to but talk baby. to my mom now <laughs> I just wanted an Emmy and I have to talk to my mom. I have to talk to my, my mom. mom. I have to go home from work. I have to talk to mom. I think I just want an Emmy. I think I have a trophy. I think I want a trophy. Amazing. Um, call my mom. Call my dad. Yeah. They're bugging out. Find out that it wasn't the category I was nominated for. Yes. Suddenly we all have to pump the brakes. Yeah, really. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Now I'm driving home thinking at one point I won an Emmy. Now I haven't won an Emmy, but there's still so many categories it's an out emotional there. Roller coaster. I didn't know that I was going to care so much. Turns out I care so <laughs> much. <laughs> 
turns out I care so much. Oh, it's refreshing to admit. It turns yeah, out yeah. I care so much. Driving was a nightmare. Yeah. 45-minute drive. Home. I have the Emmys screening on my phone yes. in my cup holder. Yes. And I'm watching <laughs> hundreds of awards – not hundreds, dozens of awards go by. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know when it's going to be mine. Yes. And like it's probably not safe if I win and, and I'm driving Yeah. because I don't know how I'll react. I don't react. react. Will and I scream? Will I slam on the brakes? Or if I lose, will I be like really sad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Might I be just really sad? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. Get home. The category still hasn't been announced. I'm like, do I sit in my driveway and just keep watching <laughs> this? Like, what do I do next? Yeah. Get out. Go into my house. Now my nerves are higher than expected. Yeah. Uh, get myself a beer. Yes. I'm like, I'm just going to sit down. It's been a long day's work. Exactly. It's 5.30. Take your shirt off. Cool have out. a beer. Cool out. Chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Put yeah. the Mets game on. Yeah. So I sit down. I take my phone out. Got to put the Mets game on. The next award is the Dick Schaap Outstanding Writing Perfect Award. Perfect timing. God damn it. Now I'm scared. Now you're back up. I'm, I'm like, this one matters. You're back Marina, up. Marina's on the phone with, I think it was her mom, maybe a friend <laughs> yeah. in the other room. Yeah. And they announced that the <laughs> AFC Championship is the winner. And I jumped Huge. up and I screamed so many profanities yeah, in the air. Yeah, Bill. I was like, <laughs> the way the best way to describe it is acting like you just won, uh, hit a game-winning shot. And yeah. I mean that. I was running around, like literally pumping my fist yeah. and like flexing. Yeah. Flexing. Yeah. Like straight up, I ran into the bedroom, rear something, and I just flexed. <laughs> I, I bugged out. Yeah. That's period, point blank. I kept screaming, this is the one we want. Yeah, man. Screaming. This is the one, this is the one we want. The dick chap, outstanding writing word bugging out incredible and then you get i would imagine another sort of series of texts yes. perhaps yes or many more. Yeah, yeah many many more yes and it was interesting to see and then and so i won't even get into texts yet yeah yeah yeah. because as i'm celebrating next category is the outstanding opening and tease okay and we're back it's baby. just like all right we're like, back i guess they're just gonna go hard and heavy right now big dog <laughs> yeah. sit back down and i'm just like billy you've already won one this is like everything else is just cherry on top yes. you don't care if you won this yes. is like play it cool play it cool play the cool. winner is the afc championship mother <laughs> Yeah! Get up. Dude. Two for two, Marina! Fogging yeah. out. Like, honestly, all of my friends who started texting me and stuff, I was like, I wish I could tell you I'm playing it cool. I'm I not. am not, I'm not playing it cool. <laughs> I am not playing it cool. You said that you went into a state of shock. You were like, I don't even, I, you like blacked out from joy. This is true. You... <laughs> this is totally true. So Marina had to go to an event. So uh, She had to go to a women's film event for like a few hours. So I was like, suddenly like got this extreme news and I was just like in my house and I had been up since 5 a.m. So I'm like in a pseudo dream state. You're like wired and thrilled. Tired and tired and awake and confused <laughs> yeah. and like clear head. And like a time passed, like an hour passed, and like I hadn't posted the news on Facebook or yeah. Instagram. I was just like, I'm still processing the yeah. reality of this moment. I didn't yeah. think it was going to matter this yeah. much. And then I, like an hour later, I like, got out of the state of shock and I couldn't remember if I had talked to my parents, yeah. my sister, yeah. you, yeah. Corvetti. Where have I been? I was honestly just yeah. like, I looked through my text and I was like, oh, okay. I like texted my friends in Rockville Center and told them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was okay. like, that, that was my first round. I told <laughs> yeah. all of my childhood friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Wow, Bill. So it was an, an totally, totally. I didn't think that – I thought that anything – like the nominations would be yeah. all that I cared about. But when you win, it's just like such a cool, like validating, cool feeling. It's so deeply cool. It's also a really – the word Emmy, like sometimes if you have like a viral video yeah. or you do something interesting on like a website that's kind yeah. of hard to find. yeah. The people, like your cousins who don't at all work in this industry, yeah. it's hard for them to grasp onto like whether something's good or successful or anything. Yeah. The word Emmy – 
Everyone knows what that brand means. name recognition so, all it, over the world. So cousins can just congratulate you knowing that. You yeah. know what I mean? He got an Emmy. You know, Billy got an Emmy for what? I don't really know something about the NFL, but it's I, an Emmy. We just know that it's an, an Emmy. Emmys are good. It's an Emmy. We just know that Emmys are good. It's one fourth of the EGOT. Right. It's an Emmy. Right. It's the first one, Bill. Wow, one for four. It's the first one. So pretty badass. Well, Billy, and most importantly, oh. you will oh. be oh. receiving yes. trophies. This is what I've been told. This is this is what this is what I've been told. So. Oh, that's great. So I was. So what I've read um, <laughs> is that there's now that the winners have been announced, each win, each like winning team yeah. that has like a roster that had to be submitted before of yes. like the people who would be on con- in contention for that one. Yes. So now they go through all of that. Yes. And I guess they mail them to me. Amazing. I'll yeah. be talking to someone. Soon. Hopefully someday. Well, hopefully we will be reporting to you, no jerk listeners, in a few weeks that Billy received trophies in the mail. Right. From New York. I mean, we asked for oat. For, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We asked for oat. oat. Oh, uh, we mean, got it. Big year. Yeah, yeah, big year for mail. Started with single oats. Big year for no joke in the U.S. Postal That's Service. That's true. Big year. Huge typos. <laughs> Huge typos. Let it be known yeah. on a completely other on a completely <laughs> other plane. Yeah. Tim and Dimwit, Ben, ben Jackson. Yes. He's been sending us still typos all over the envelopes. You're incredible, Tim. I opened one recently. There was another envelope inside that envelope what? with a new typo. Really? Yes. Wow. R- Russian, no, Russian nesting dolls jokes coming into us. Tim Admit, you are going so far above and beyond. Right. Just know that we are receiving your messages. You know what I'm remembering also? The No Joke Emmys. Do you remember we had oh, yeah, Trevor, Trevor on? Oh yeah, of course. What? <laughs> of course I do. I'd like to do that again sometime. Yeah, us too. We I just... believe we just read the followers' names like this. That's right. And put applause effects after What kind of music? Did we play like the <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live intro? Yeah, it was maybe the SNL. No, we did this SNL one yeah. and we did listeners' names and then with yes. Trevor we did like like somber oh right it was somber right. it was just the announcements that's right yes right. okay yes. i'd like to do the no joke emmys again i think that we probably should that's good maybe no. next week though, exactly um adam bill time to go into an act break okay is there a drake song called trophies is there a drake i wouldn't put it past drake to have a song called trophies Drake. we just played he, nice for what we did play nice for what right trophies right yeah Tr- drake trophies that's the song yeah let's play it we're playing trophies great Trying to stay alive and take care of my people And they don't have no award for that Trophies Trophies And they don't have no award for that Shit don't come with trophies Ain't no envelopes to open I just do it cause I'm supposed Bitch, to I go to dreams with a suitcase I got my whole country on a new way She like I heard all your niggas stay where you stay How so big I haven't seen them boys in two days Bitch, I use a walkie-talkie just to get a beverage. 
I saw my parents split up right after the wedding. They told my ass to stay committed, fuck the credit. Bitch, check the numbers, I'm the one who really get it. I told y'all motherfuckers, man, this shit is not a love song. This is doing me and only God can judge song. I do not know what the fuck you thought it was song. Pop some fucking champagne in a tub song, nigga, just because song. What's the move? Can I tell the truth? If I was doing this for you, then I have nothing left to prove. Nah, this for me, though. I'm just trying to stay alive and take care of my people. And they don't have no award for that. Trophies. Trophies. And they don't have no award for that. Shit don't come with trophies, ain't no envelopes to open I just do it cause I'm supposed to, nigga Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. That was Drake and his song Trophies. 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 Have you ever heard of a bruise being called a trophy? Oh, I've heard it like as like a battle scar. Or right. Like a battle wound. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, right. battle scar. Look at that trophy. Like, yeah. Like a shiner. That's nice. If you get punched in the eye or something, it's like, whoa, someone got a trophy. Trophy's kind of nice ironically like that. Yeah. To be like used ironically. Right. Yeah. Right. Then there's oh. trophy wife. Is that problematic? Does the trophy wife know she's the trophy wife? I think a trophy wife with any sort of modicum of self-awareness mm-hmm. and uh, maybe would know that she is a trophy wife. A trophy tr- wife being like a, a like an, um, a, a far too beautiful – is it beauty? I think it's – I think in the way that it's sort of colloquially used, it means like um, a wife that – that or, or like a woman that – the husband's like showing off, like maybe the right. not even like a loving relationship, just right. like this is a beautiful woman I was able to afford. Got it, kind of thing. Do would you watch a sitcom called Trophy Wife, where a man was married to a trophy? Oh, a gold trophy, oh. and they had regular problems, just like you and Maggie and me and Marina, oh, and they yeah, dealt would. with the kids going to college yes, and dad's passing. Yes, I would. When Trophy's dad passes, Trophy's dad, Tro- Mr. Trophy, Trophy wife, Trophy wife, Trophy wife. That's really funny. When do we pitch that to adults? The trophy. Trophy is a wife. Right. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who plays Trophy. Tro- yeah, we could get Malkovich. Malkovich. I don't know. <laughs> you seem to have a good – kind work, of on a hot streak. Worked the first time. <laughs> John, it worked the first time. The first we time. need you to be a silent trophy, yes. a silent female trophy. Yes. Can you do that? Now, Billy, I know this is Act 3 and yes. we're supposed to be talking about the future of trophies. trophies. But let's be honest. This whole episode has been thrown out of whack, whack. for celebration. Yeah, we're having a so whack attack. So you mentioned that uh, a black eye has been referred to as like, oh, a trophy. Correct. So let me ask you this. Yes. Both as a young rap scallion and as a young soccer player yes. who is engaged in many sort of sports tournaments yes. did you receive a, a, a black eye trophy before uh, first or an actual trophy first in your life in my life in your life uh, actual as a actual F- interesting and fun question okay great yeah definitely actual okay great because I mean like little kids even like when we were playing just tr- like little kids soccer yeah. at the end of the season everyone got a trophy okay got it yep. maybe that's what I should be asking yep. everyone's getting a trophy everyone got a trophy yeah yeah. I do also like how like trophy has become like the symbol of like you know when like people rag on millennials for like oh you guys are like everyone gets a trophy participation generation trophy. participation trophy there's not that many trophies out there yeah you know what I mean <laughs> that sounds like it's come from people People, that that sort of sentiment to me feels like it's from people who haven't won any haven't won enough trophies. Not enough trophies. Don't have enough trophies. And here's the thing: I know a lot of millennials. They don't covet trophies. <laughs> trophies. They don't 
they don't need little gold trophies. <laughs> <laughs> trophies these participation lo- trophies that like Gen Xers and like <laughs> yeah. like seventy year old people yeah. who don't understand these young kids with their like social media and new yes. technology. Yes, they think they're these participation trophies. Yes, they don't want trophies. Yes, right. The trophies that you all got as an entire soccer team, yeah. uh, but didn't have your individual name played on. Oh, oh heck, of no. course not. It was it was of every team. Not. Every team got the same trophy. It said like. 1994 Rockville Center, like Little League soccer yes. program. Yes. And it was uh, a four inch man, yeah. and his left leg would be planted firmly on the ground, and his right leg almost 90 degrees up, <laughs> yeah. uh, showing you that he was kicking. Kicking. But the ball was stuck to the tip of his toe because it had to be stuck to something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was so funny because I, I play Little League, and I, we also all got trophies all right. the time. Obviously, it was part of it. Right. It's almost like that's why you did it in oh, a way. It was great. Yeah. I love trophies. I, as a kid, I loved trophies. They Me were gold too. and cool. Yes, yeah. And I like a big, tall. Some of the some of the uh, um, little league trophies I would get were sort of you know significantly sized, right? Like, Eighteen kind of t- inches, like, yeah. like two tiered. Yeah, like uh, eagles my, on the bottom and like medallions on the top. That's right, eagles on the bottom and <laughs> eagles, medallions on the top. If you have eagles on the bottom, you're doing <laughs> just you're fine doing with great. trophies. You're doing just. You're playing in the right tournament. <laughs> and it's like your eight year old hand. You need both hands Correct. to like even sort of hold the trophy. Correct. I like those trophies. Hold it over your head with two hands. Big trophy. Trophies are really, really nice. Yes. I'm also just want to say that I'm also partial to the small trophy. Okay. And to the undersized trophy. Go I'm on. thinking about a Grammy. Oh. I'm Go thinking on. about a Grammy, just like a little gramophone. Hold I it like in your hand. I like a small handheld trophy. Why? I think there's something about it being understated. Yep. I think a trophy yep. is innately celebratory. Yep. So I think a small one balances out with a little humility. Okay. Because trophy is a literal trophy. Right. So it is a let, let me ask you this. Yes. You like the Grammy, would you prefer a medal? Would you prefer a, like a medal with a ribbon? Because that's even smaller than a Grammy. Yeah, like wearable. how small do we want to go? And it's wearable. I mean, or would you? Okay, and you answer that, and then I have your, yes. your follow up. Yes. So which one would you? Okay, go? would I prefer Grammy just in a perfect... or a medal that you can hang around your neck? Yeah, Grammy. I think or gold? I want the Grammy. Grammy. I still think I want the Grammy because I want to put on a mantle. I don't necessarily Got need it. to wear my accolades. Got it. I don't necessarily want to wear it, and if I'm at so home, the Grammy's the, the right the, size. To me, the Grammy were I just like that little gramophone. It's not always smaller is better. Exactly. Okay, got it. Yeah, exactly. Because what I was going to ask next is yeah. if you went metal. Yeah. But I'll ask you against the please, Grammy. Please. Ring versus Grammy. Would you rather win a ring? Like a like a like a championship ring. You win the Super Bowl. You get a Super Bowl ring. Again. I'm not a jewelry guy. Yep. And I know these rings are are gestural more than supposed to be functional. Although sure. I'm sure there are people who wear their Super Bowl rings all the time and high school class rings and stuff like that. Flaunt it if you've got Flaunt it. Flaunt it if you've got that. Right. I'm not a tr- I'm not a jewelry man necessarily, so I'm going to still go Grammy just okay. because I like so it. So you like that Grammy. And I want to get – I guess I want a Grammy. You want I'm a Grammy. <laughs> I think that's maybe what I'm getting at. If we put that on our like like a vision board. Yeah, our we goal asked for list, oats. We got oats. Okay. We asked for weird typo mail and we got that. So do any of your dads or moms yeah. have Grammys that they don't care about. Yeah, send them over. CO. C- <laughs> yeah. C- send it to HeadGum yeah. and CO, CO. No joke. No pod. joke and we'll take it. We'll, we'll take, take that. good care of it. That's that's probably an easier way to EGOT. Yeah. Do your parents have a bunch of trophies? Give us one. Send them to No Joke. Give us one. We're trying to EGOT by the end of 2018. Hey, Rashida Jones, your dad has a thousand Grammys. Can't Give us six. Get us a Grammy. Are you kidding me? We don't Give care. Give us six. Who ca- he doesn't care. The most technical, non-blah <laughs> yeah. Grammy. We'll take it, Rashida. We'll take it. Right. We will take it. Right. Uh, yeah, I do like that. I also just want to say that, Billy, in our rap days, yes. in our snakes days, okay. uh, you and I won an ECNY trophy. Go the hell on. If there's any listeners for who uh, who are listening now who participated in the improv community scene in That's New right. York City That's right. between 2000 and 2008. Mid to late aughts. Yep. 
the mid to late aughts. Let's say 2000 to 2010. Yes. Comics. Yes. On 14th Street on the West Side. Yes. Uh, they Emerging hosted. Emerging Comics of New York. They hosted awards. the ECNY Awards. Yes. Emerging Comics of New York. Yes. Tough acronym. Acne. Acne. They, they and they used it. They uh, said acne. Adult acne. Tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have acne on my back. It's tough. Right. Acne. Okay. Yeah. Adam, tell them about the acne. Well, yeah. So we uh, we were privileged enough to win best oh, maybe musical comedy act. Or yeah. Best musical comedy guys amongst the emerging comics in New York. We were the pretty best. big deal. <laughs> pretty big deal. Right. Yeah. So we also performed with them. We that was fun to perform at an award show. Yes. We that performed was fun. at an award show. That was fun. Billy. I think we tore the roof off that place. Did we do top dollar? My dad's that top dollar gist. So uh, we won a trophy. Each of us have one because yes. I know one's in your apartment and I know for a fact one's in mine. Yes. And the tro- a, yep. this trophy was gr- – and this is what I mean. It's Grammy-sized. Right. It's Grammy-sized. Yeah. And it's a donkey. Yes. That is – Kicking in reverse. Hind legs up, kicking in reverse. Spring-loaded. Spring-loaded. So you can sort of – Yep. His legs are bouncing around. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Yes. Now that I've thought about it, uh, I've broken that donkey twice. <laughs> You have. And I think it's because of its size. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You like just oh. like it's, it's small enough where like a folder pushed the wrong way can shift it off the counter. Yeah. The donkey no longer has its spring-loaded legs. Bummer. Um, I don't even know if I've kept said acne. Not insane. I don't even know if I've kept said acne. It's not in good shape. It wasn't in good shape, and frankly, if it was big, I wouldn't have knocked it over so yeah, many times. Yeah, there's really no weight to it. That's what I wonder about the Grammy. Mm. Um, I just wonder if I, – I would imagine in my mind's eye that mm. Grammy does have some weight. Like there's weight. Do we have it. any Grammy-winning friends? Do we have any Grammy-winning friends? Donald. Man. Has he won a Grammy? Uh, Donald, Donald Glover pro- has not – maybe has not yet won a Grammy. I'm sure Unless he's he won has. a Grammy. I'm sure Unless he's won he a has. Grammy. I am sure he's won a Grammy. Okay, yeah. He's probably won a Grammy. Yes. So maybe we can ask Donald Any other Grammy winners? Any other Grammy winning friends? <laughs> Jack Dolgen hasn't won a Grammy yet. Right. Mike Prickillo. Mike Prickillo has a Grammy. Our producer. He has snakes. a freaking Grammy. So there you go. So we can ask Mike about this. Great. Mike, expect a text or a phone call from us. We want to know is it heavy? Nice. That's what we want to know. We have about six minutes left, okay. five minutes left in the episode, Adam. Great. We made a promise to the listeners in the beginning of the first act. Do you remember what it was? No. Let me tell you. Okay. Good King Winston Sloan. Oh! So you, you vamp. Yes. I Google. Okay, great. So um, who do you think – let's put it this way. Who do you think Good King Winston Sloss might Okay, be? if I had to take a wild stab in the dark and it is wild and it is dark. Got him. Uh, got it. <laughs> Just typed in Good King and Winston Sloss. It's there. It. Okay, great. I need to know. Okay. <clears throat> so you don't want to guess? Um, okay, in my mind, it is Good King Winston Sloss. Okay, let me take a, a guess here. <laughs> so I just want to – I added an N in the middle. It's Wenceslas. Wenceslas. Not Wenceslas. Good enough, Bill. Please. Okay. Please. Go on. Okay, in my mind, Good King Wenceslas is a is – a, if I had to guess here, I'm going to say it's the Polish Santa Claus analog. I'm going to okay. say it's like the in Polish mythology, it's like the Polish version of, of St. Nick. Got it. Okay. Good King Wenceslas yeah. is a Christmas carol that tells the story of a bohemian king oh. going on a journey and braving harsh winter weather to give alms to the poor nice. on the Feast of St. Stephen. During <laughs> this journey, his page is about to give up the struggle against the cold weather, uh. but is enabled to continue by following the king's footprints step uh. for step through the deep snow. Oh, that's nice. The legend is based on the life of the historical St. Wenceslaus, cool. Duke of Bohemia. Cool. In the Czech Republic. Right on. Or in Czech. Very cool. In 900 to 935. Very cool. The name Wenceslas is a Latinized version of the modern Czech language, Vaclav. Vaclav. So there you go. Awesome. There you go. Very cool. Eastern European, Wenceslas. The page followed the king's footsteps. Heretofore, henceforth. Heretofore, henceforth, Wenceslas. Wenceslas.
Wow. Acne. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we really explored some. Uh, We've said some syllables today on this podcast. Some mouthy words. <laughs> They're all mouthy. Yeah. It takes your whole mouth to it say it. Whole mouth to say it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, Billy, let me ask you this. Go. You, if and when you receive these sports Emmys, yes. where do you see them living in your house? Good cue. Um, <laughs> I'll probably tie them to my ceiling fan so that they swing around. <laughs> <laughs> so they swing around. <laughs> Like a mobile for adults. That's right. Like a mobile. That's probably the smartest. I would say. I've been thinking about it. I would say. It's tough. It's like the smartest stuff. It's tough because they're going to be, I live in a one bedroom apartment. They're going to be gaudy. Yeah, they're going to be gaudy. <laughs> they're going to be gaudy as hell. And when, even when you walk into an office, a production office, yeah. who's won Emmys, you're still like in this massive room. That they're gaudy. It takes, they're enormous. It takes attention. They're it takes no- its space. They're enormous. They're gold. They're reaching towards thine heavens. Yes. Now, do you happen to know whether no. or not the sports Emmy trophy looks identical to the Emmy Emmy trophy? I do, and it does. Okay. Yep. And it, it's like a it's like an angel woman sort of back back crested yeah. holding a, a kind of a ball an earthy type ball. Yeah, maybe. I think it's a, a woman who's about to do a soccer throw in. That's right. It's right. a soccer throw in right before she's throwing it in from the side. The ultimate soccer trophy. That's right. That's what the Emmy is. That's the right. Al- <laughs> the al- and she has I one leg very... up, ninety degrees with a soccer ball attached to the, to the end of it. Tip to her toe. I don't know where it goes, but when I decide and when I get them, I'll take yeah. a picture and post it on the No Jerk Podcast. You must. That's the plan. Well, Billy, I am so thrilled for you, and many, many congratulations. I'm so proud of you, buddy. And many more to the both of us, Adam. To the both of us. I can't wait to see what happens next. Agreed. Yeah. And to Good King Wenceslas. And to shout out Good King Wenceslas. Get your four. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> for the No Joke Podcast, that was the trophies episode. So, yeah. good. Yeah. I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>